I'd like to thank KTMS 990 and Montecito Bank and Trust for making Scam Squad possible. I'm Patty Teal. And I'm Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson. Scam Squad is up next. Sound off. One, two. Sound off. Three, four. One, two, three, four. Scam Squad. I'm Patty Teal here with Deputy District Attorney Vicki Johnson, who always shares the latest scams so that we can be on the lookout for them. Hi, Vicki. Hi, Patty. We'll all be thinking of what kind of gifts we're going to be having to buy for family and friends. And according to a recent Gallup survey, nearly half of all shoppers will be buying these gifts online. Well, that certainly makes sense because it's easier. You also avoid the holiday crowds and it seems to be getting more and more crowded, even though there's a lot of people shopping online. But I bet it's also a good opportunity for scammers to take advantage of us. That's right. You know those scammers. So now is a good time to review some safe shopping tips. First of all, you have to really be careful about where you get the information because scammers love to place fake ads for fake websites, applications, or social media sites selling products at a very, very, very low price. And that saying that is my least favorite, but so true, if it sounds too good to be true, it usually is. That's right. And the dangerous is that if you order from one of these sites, you're likely to get nothing at all or a cheap knockoff. And the internet security firm Norton says to be on guard if the discount exceeds 55%. Yeah, that just, again, that seems a little too good to be true, too generous. So I guess you do have to be very careful. And then you face the pressure of thinking you've bought a gift and having it not come through when you thought you had it covered. Absolutely. How frustrating and frantic that would make you. Another thing that scammers do when you go to one of these fake sites, a pop-up window may appear asking for sensitive information under the pretense that this is going to get you a coupon or a discount code. Yeah, I get those all the time. So scammers use these sites for the additional purpose of stealing your identity. And of course, some of the information could be your credit card that you're using to make the purchase. Absolutely. And here's another clue that you're dealing with a scammer. When you go to checkout, you're often asked to make payment in a non-traditional form, like a wire transfer or a gift card. And of course, with the gift card, you need to go buy the gift card and then give them the activation code. And as we've learned over and over again, if you're asking to pay for your purchase with a wire transfer or a gift card, it's a good chance that you're dealing with a scammer. Absolutely. And as we know, also the preferred method of payment for consumers buying anything online is your credit card. And that's because that offers you the most protection because card issuers will allow you to dispute a phony charge. And Patty, here's something else to be aware of. We have been told that we can trust sites that have that encryption padlock symbol at the end of the address. Now we can't do that because the criminals also use that padlock symbol to make their sites look legitimate. Oh my gosh. Yeah, they're really figuring out a lot of ways to look legitimate and it's harder and harder to spot them. So what are some tips that we can watch for to try to avoid the scam sites? 
Well, first of all, and I've said this before, it's much safer to stick with retailers that you've done business with in the past or brand names that you know you can trust. And rather than clicking on a link from a social media site or from a message that you get, type the web address into your browser to make sure that you are going to the real site. And in addition, you should check refund and return policies. If they seem to be very vague or non-existent, just don't use that site. So Vicki, it's starting to sound like it might be a better choice to just get in your car, go out, get in the holiday spirit and actually shop at a store. That's right, Patty. I'm afraid so. And while we're on the subject of shopping, I do have a warning that just came through that I need to share with our listeners. This is the heading QR codes in emails, question mark. Watch out. It could be part of a quishing scam. So apparently, if you get an email from what seems to be a well-known company offering something special at a discount with a QR code in the email, scan the QR code and it will lead you to a website that contains malware or websites that are designed to steal your personal and financial information. So you really have to be careful. And I've seen these QR codes in many kinds of advertisements that come through. But scammers, as we know, like to create fake websites. And with it comes the fake QR codes that's going to send you someplace that you just simply don't want to be. So you really have to be careful if you come across some kind of an ad that has that QR code in it. Just be awfully careful and make sure that the ad is legitimate, that it's a product that you know of, that it's a company that you know of, and it seems like it is the legitimate company's site. One more thing to be aware of, quishing. Quishing, one more thing to be aware of, yeah. But I actually do have some good news also. This is a headline that just came through. Nigerian national extradited to Nebraska to face fraud scheme charges. Now, the thing that struck me with this headline is the word extradited, because we know a lot of these criminals are operating in foreign countries, and our local law enforcement just simply doesn't have the ability to go after them. But I always tell people, make a report, report to the FBI, ic3.gov, report to the Federal Trade Commission, ftc.gov, because they can go after these folks. And even though it seems like it's an impossibility to bring people back from a foreign country to try them here in the United States, it is done and it's done every day. And this is about a person, Alex Okanshakan, who was on the FBI cyber's most wanted list because he is alleged to have participated in a business email compromise scam. He was arrested in Nigeria and he was extradited and you have to have the consent of the foreign government to extradite somebody. He was extradited back to the United States. Apparently he defrauded businesses of over $6 million by posing as the chief executive of that targeted business using a spoofed email and convincing employees of the business to send money to an address that he gave them. So we do extradite people. We do find them even if they're in Nigeria. So continue to make reports to the FBI, ic3.gov and Federal Trade Commission, ftc.gov. 
Well, that is good news. And extradited to Nebraska. That's where I was born and raised, Vicki. Oh, so yes. yes. <laughs> yeah. Good news for Nebraska. Yes. And all of us, actually. So, Vicki, if people want to be on our show, tell their story, whether they were scammed or avoided a near scam, how would they get a hold of you? This is my number, and it goes directly to my office. And if you get my answering machine, I will call you back as soon as I'm back in the office. I answer every call. It's 805-568-2442. And again, that's 805-568-2442. Thanks, Vicki. Have a great week and enjoy the shopping if you get out and about. <laughs> Thank you, Patty. <laughs> All right. Take care. Take care.